new crew, NYC, in Brooklyn, still here. What up, what up, what up? It's your girl, Josina Anderson, host of The Crew, and we are back. It has been a long time since, I don't know, what has been going on. We've been at uh, the Combine in Indy, a long week of free agency. More deals got done during the legal negotiating period, as they want to call it now. They're trying to shy away from the word tampering. So lots to talk about from the Atlantic uh, Journal-Constitution. We've got Daryl Ledbetter, who's been covering the Falcons for a long time. We're bringing him on because all of this talk has been going on about Lamar Jackson. There was a report that dropped today from uh, Pro Football Talk saying he wants to move on. He has people who are not certified calling teams or a a person, an individual, uh, reportedly want to know why the Falcons are not in on Lamar when they should be. So lots to talk about there. But before we get to that, um, as always, I'll let you know where you can find the podcast. You can download the Odyssey app on your phone, Um, obviously, wherever you get your podcast. Or you can go to the URL, thecrewnyc.com. That will take you straight to our YouTube page, and you can get it right there. Again, that's thecrewnyc.com. But without further delay, let's get to the crew call. Well, looka, 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 who is here? We got Clarence Hill in the building, our adopted son on this show. And also, Fred, what you got, Smoot? A whole bunch to talk about the commanders, Magic Johnson, all this stuff. What, 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 what is that, West Side? I don't know, because you want to like, no, you 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 the right you, side you now. Turn it, you turn it upside down and it's the M. It's an M. Okay, so that's Maryland. Okay, all right. Yeah, what you feel about that? Because he looked like he's trying to represent like he's Suge Knight over here. I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Washington, baby. Washington, the W for Washington? The Commodores, yes. the Commodores, the Commodores. Yeah, Commodores. man. Put some respect on our name. Y'all gonna put some respect on our name, man. I'm just telling y'all, at the end of the day, y'all can talk all this talk y'all want to. In, 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 in about three or four weeks, we could have one of the, if not the richest owner in all of sports. All right? All right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about Josh Harris? Are you, are you still hoping for Jeff Bezos? What are you talking about? I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for Bezos. Let's just be honest. Hey, the richest man, if, if he buys this team, he's the richest man in all of sports. That changes everything. Bezos out of team, man. That boy blocking that. Hey, 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 listen, I can't wait till he buy this team and we like and, and we like bring our whole stadium to, to Dallas with us like a drone, you know, like 90,000 just bring them with us. I just can't wait. The Cowboys have to bring bitches up there because y'all bitches so ragged. <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all were just being bougie. Well, listen, listen, um, there's so much to talk about with regards to free agency uh, before we bring Daryl Ledbetter in because I do want to have an extensive talk, you know, about Lamar Jackson and uh, uh, Judon hopefully later here. But before we get to that, I just want to ask both of you and be and be efficient about this. Uh, what your biggest impression was uh, from free agency as far as a move that a team made. And uh, you can go ahead, Fred. Uh, free agency. Uh, I think this been a. I, I think this this year is has been very intriguing. It's a year that I think is is pushing the reset button on what guys are getting paid. You see a guy like C.J. Gardner get paid eight million a year. He's coming out a year where they went to the Super Bowl. Then you see a year like Daniel Jones, him get paid with. Not the upper quarterback, but right in the middle. I think we're headed for a reset right now in the hierarchy of who get pays what in this league. Well, it, from my standpoint, I'm going to stick it. Go my, I'm sticking NFC East. I, I, I think that the Giants and Cowboys got better. The Eagles took some hits in Freddy's. He lost a lot of players. He brought up CJ Garner Johnson, uh, but they, they retained some people like Slay. Uh, I think the, the NFC East was the best division in football last year. It's going to continue to be the best division in football. And the NFC was San Francisco getting better, getting hard grades uh, to go with that defensive line. Uh, Eagles, Cowboys, 49ers, three best teams in the NFC right now. Redskins, I don't know where they're at. 
Hey, you know what? And you went out of your way, Clarence, to make sure you didn't put us. You don't think it's big that we kept the run pain. You don't think it's big that we brought in linebackers. You don't think it's big that we brought in Wiley from Kansas City. You don't think it's big that we brought in Eric B. Enemy to be the offensive coordinator. You don't think it's big that we have settled on our quarterback, the young Airwolf, a.k.a. Sam Howe. You don't think it's important that we didn't brought these pieces in here and still got first-round draft picks to spend? You still don't have a quarterback. Stop it, man. Stop. Uh, <laughs> y'all didn't got Lamar Jackson. Y'all, y'all want to win? Go get Lamar Jackson. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Lamar Jackson don't grow on trees. But also, this is how y'all found Tony Romo right here. The same way that we're going about finding Sam Howe is the same way y'all found Tony Romo. Sometimes the best plants and the best vegetables is the one that you grow at home. Oh, so you like Tony Romo? Mm. No, I, I like it. I played against Tony. Listen to me. For all those Tony haters out there, try taking one of his deep outrides to the face like I have. Try to run down his deep ball. Try to sack him. That's why I say with Sam Howe, he has elusive ability, not the fastest, not the slowest. Uh, got a, 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 a cannon of an arm, but not the strongest, not the weakest. Yeah, so at the end of the day, all I'm saying is get a guy a chance. Okay. All right. Well, you know, typically we save our huddle for later in the show, but we're going to, since you brought up Lamar and, and the commander's interesting decision right now, not to pursue Lamar Jackson in, in addition to other teams who came out and said that they're not pursuing Lamar Jackson. Let's have a, let's have a talk about this because I have a particular, uh, I don't know if I have a bone to pick yet because I will listen to D led better. I will hear his perspective on what he has to say <laughs> regards to what he's heard from the general manager, Terry Fontenot, and, and whoever else. So we're going to do our huddle right now. Let's see. Well, 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 there we go. We got D-Led, the mayor, the governor of Atlanta, covering the Falcons since forever. D-Led, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, Josina. Thanks for having me on the on the crew here. Yeah, and you know, Fred was already giving you a hard time about covering the Falcons. Fred, did you have something smart to say? <laughs> no, you know, I ain't got nothing to say. You know, the thing about the Falcons, me and my relationship with the Falcons, I used to live in Atlanta after I retired. And, you know, of course, I was married at the time, and my ex-wife didn't let me know she was a Falcon fan until we got divorced. So my 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 core with the Falcons had nothing to do with football. But at the end of the day, I was shocked living in Atlanta mm. and, and finding out that Fozzie being a sports city, it's not a sports city. They don't love the Falcons. They don't love the Hawks. They do love the Braves, but other than that, for it to be full of Southerners and full of football and full of passion, it's not a football city. Oh Fred. Lord, we, we just went Fred. into your, 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 your relationships and we're calling and not calling it a football city. Can we stay on task though? Let's stay on task. <laughs> Man, Listen, love, what are you about to say? They love Magic City though. They love Magic City. Oh <laughs> Lord, why you gotta be drinking and everything? And lemon chicken pepper wings or whatever. Not, not, <laughs> allegedly, so I've heard. Not because I've been there. But yeah, led, of course. Let, 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 let's get to Lamar Jackson. Um, obviously, we know that the Ravens put the non-exclusive tag on Lamar uh, uh, in the middle of the combine. That same day, multiple teams, as reporters were asking those questions via reports, were saying that uh, they were not going to pursue Lamar. One of those teams was the Atlanta Falcons. D-led, why is a quarterback needy team like the Atlanta Falcons not pursuing Lamar? Go. Yeah, no question about it. they. Uh, you know, they went after Deshaun last year, so everybody thought that they would jump in on uh, this derby this year. But what what uh, happened last year was Cleveland put that two hundred and thirty million dollar guaranteed contract out, and they know that they can't pay that and build out the rest of the football team. So they know that uh, you know it's going to cost them at least two fifty to make an offer sheet, and then that the. Uh, Ravens were going to probably match that. So they will have to tie up about $40 um, million in uh, cap space for a week, and they would have missed out on Jesse Bates and uh, some of the other pieces that they added to build out their team. This is going to cost too much money for a team that uh, needs so many, many things uh, to go along with the quarterback. Go ahead, Fred. 
No, I don't understand why everybody feels shocked like this. We've seen this situation happen three or four times, and neither in these situations did these quarterbacks get traded or get signed. So at the end of the day, this is not the first time this has happened. I think we're being uber sensitive because it's Lamar Jackson, and we're wondering, does it have anything to do with him being a black quarterback? But I think it has everything to do with what he just said. To even bid on the, uh, Lamar, you was going to have to put 50 to $60 million in X-Grove, and you want to have no chance to get any free agents, and, and you all also, you forget to put uh, the Ravens in a unique position where they're the one against the clock. You are not against the clock here. You don't. I don't have to give up, but I still got to give up two first rounders for him, which I don't feel like that's a lot. But then I have to turn around and pay him two hundred and fifty million dollars guaranteed. That's the cost. Whether no, it's not because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make a bad deal because the Browns did. The Browns thought they was resetting the market, but they did. Nobody does what the Browns do. Like the Browns were desperate. Right? And, and desperate teams do desperate things. Okay, let's clear this up. Let's clear this up. You know, so again, you know, and I've reported this before that he my understanding, my understanding, and, and this is not direct from talking to Lamar, but talking to sources that you know, should know what they're talking about. But again, he's always free to come out and, and say whatever on Twitter. But my understanding is that, you know, there's a certain amount that he definitely wants and the whole structure of the uh, contract doesn't need to be guaranteed. I don't know exactly what that number is, but, you know, uh, I, I, I'm very sure that he's aware of the Deshaun Watson contract. That was definitely the talk last season. You know, things can modify and change and I don't know. And he and he'll give us the most accurate, accurate, accurate account when he's the most specific about it. But based on what we hearing from people around and that's what it is but even still even still whether you're not paying if you're not paying pam today like what, what, what you're doing with the commanders uh uh fred smooth if if even if you're doing sam Howell, we're gonna go with somebody cheaper we'll build around because at some point even if sam howell gets to that point at some point you have to pay a franchise quarterback and even when you do do that the price goes up then because and I'm not paying, but it won't, it, 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 I won't be held prisoner by Sam Hell, and I want that. Listen to every demand he has. Like at the end of the day, we're looking at something unprecedented that, that happened. We watched a football player. I play football. We've been trying to get guaranteed contracts in the beginning of time, and the one reason they will not give us guaranteed contracts is because we are we, we're going to be prone to get hurt. Okay, uh, what, what is it, Clarence? Go ahead, hard. Go ahead, Clarence. As, as a player, you should be advocating for black. Guaranteed. No, no, I, 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 I am, but I also know the truth. I understand we know the truth, but you need to be advocating for that guaranteed contract. But beyond that, the, this will be the perfect place for a guy like Lamar Jackson, exactly. the home of Michael Vick. You know how Lamar Jackson will play in Atlanta. You talk about making money, you know, and you talk about the, the Browns are desperate. You don't think the Falcons should be desperate for a quarterback to, to, to win? And I think a guy like Lamar Jackson, um, helps uh, overcome so many other ills on your football team, especially for that football team. You talk about putting players around him. He, he, he helps you win with lesser players. Um, it, I understand the finances, but here's a guy in a city, in a situation where I would take a chance on Lamar Jackson in Atlanta. It'd be a great fit. It would energize the city like a, the, the number seven. Go ahead, Orlando. Yeah, no question about it. So I figured out how to do it. And, okay. and you know, you the, give him the 250. You got to do that. Now, um, you spend X amount of dollars. You got 40 scouts. You got, um, you know, these people got to go uh, find football players now. You know, um, you got the draft, you got the combine. Uh, so you're going to have all your money tied up in the quarterback. So now the onus is going to be on the scouting department to hit on these players. On We're mm -hmm. spending all this money. Uh, you know, we need to hit more than 33% on the draft and the combine. Well, you're not going to have a lot of um, uh, money to spend in free agency, but mm -hmm. you have to surround him with talent. Okay, now where is that talent? Um, you know, Outfit. you got to go look in the Canadian League, go to the HBCUs, go to places where people are not beating the bushes and find mm. players that going to come in and play with Lamar to um, make that team, to round out that team. So if you're going to pay him and, and um, you know, give up the two ones, give up the 250, um, the, the cap's going up. So this shouldn't uh, hurt as much as you are trying to make it hurt right now. Um, but yeah, just the, the fact that it would put the fans back on point, put the Falcons back in a winning posture, the city would be absolutely lit. So then why, so why are they not doing it? So, <laughs> D so do you agree with 
the front I, I, office, Terrifying, or whoever else in there, then not only not going after Lamar, right. but also so quickly, the day that he gets the non-exclusive tag, uh, Bio reports, you know, whatever it is. I, I don't got time to be reading everything in Atlanta. I got other things to do, but I cover up more. Well, than I do. I read that, it but, for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Too quick to go after them. Too fast no, to go after them. Went after Deshaun. Deshaun wasn't an MVP. Deshaun um, was a former ball boy, and we suspect the owner made them go after him. And so um, these, this is the football people standing up to ownership saying, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to be uh, sound and build out the football team like the Chiefs build out their team, like the 49ers built out their team, and then drop the quarterback <laughs> in there later. I'm going to be honest with y'all on this one. I don't disagree with the perfect place for Lamar Jackson in the NFL out of all 32 teams is Atlanta. The one thing I've always said about Lamar, because he's right here in Baltimore, for him to be an MVP candidate, I mean, an MVP winner and a quarterback in this league, he doesn't have many endorsements. All right, well, Atlanta will embrace him and give him them endorsements that he can make out the field. And that's why he wants all his money guaranteed, because, first of all, he went late first round. Second of all, he hasn't made any money. When I say no money off the field, he hasn't made any money off the field. But but if you put him on the offense with my guy coaching him, Arthur Smith, he's a running uh, coordinator by trade. Uh, also, he has Kyle Pitts at the tight end. He has Drake London at the wide receiver. Algier at the running back. They have pieces on that team that can make a run for it. The thing is, they cannot go make that, that jump off the bridge when they, they can wait until this relationship with Baltimore Sowers, and they can get a better deal to get him. It's simple, man. Okay, well, hold on. I'm sorry, Clint. Can D-Led just answer the question? Do you agree or not agree with them not pursuing uh, uh Lord? Not now. Uh, be careful, D-Led. She's going to attack. I'm just asking you. Oh, no. I'm, I, it's out there. You know, me and Cunningham have been banging a drum for Lamar the whole time. So. Okay. Um, you know, but uh, they, they're not listening, apparently. But I, I, I got <laughs> just one thing you said about them trying to build a team like the Chiefs. The Chiefs yeah, and the 49ers. I, okay, I, this is okay. on the record. Okay, first you can all, Google it. Chiefs and the 49ers built it differently because the Chiefs got a special quarterback that people well, just fell into their lap. But it's they built a the team, but, but they had a but team. They built, but they, they built the all the positions. They built all the positions around him. He's very true. Right. A 49er got a, a, a non-quarterback dependent team who built up the rest of their positions. But we are talking to Clarence Hill, who, who, who's a cowboy. So you know he think about team building. All he can think about is Jerry Jones and Lego blocks. Listen, Jerry Jones is a once-in-a-lifetime talent. He makes yeah, up they a dropped lot of him. They, they dropped him in there after the team was built. Yeah, the team was built. They built. Yeah, they did. They had just went to the AFC Championship with Alex Smith. Are you you lying? You ain't been like the Cowboys ain't been to the NFC Championship game since Flow Model TV. What's your point? So what is your what is the point that you're trying to make? Simply, what's my your point is to sit up here and say I'm going to build it methodically. We ain't got time to wait. This team's winning now. Okay, yes, you know correct. there's one thing. You know I talk about the Cowboys. You brought the Cowboys. The Cowboys have had this philosophy of, of of being smart and let's do this thing the right way and let's build for the future. The building draft. You got to win now. Teams get turnover now. It's time to win like the Eagles. They went all in. They they did a lot of things in the draft and Freddie's last year. You got to do all you can. To win now, this whole so you, building and waiting and all this so stuff out the window right now. So you're okay with the Rams mortgaging their future now? They're five and twelve. Yes, he don't want any long term winning. Super Bowl title. Now they clearing cap to sign guys next year free agency so they can do it again. Yeah, so D-Lay, D-Lay, let's get to this. Do you think ownership is going to be? And this is important. Do you think ownership is going to be patient exactly with Terry and the front office and you know the the head coach Arthur and all this other stuff if after this season it's another mid season? Yeah. Are they going to be patient? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they kind of got to. That's the corner they that's the path they're taking and they you know this is um now when there I'm was other making, options that they could have took. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not making it up. This is, uh, you know, the, the path they're taking is the build-out slow path. And, uh, and they're, they're trying to follow San Francisco and the Chiefs. San Francisco build out the defense. And then they tried to <laughs> – 
they mortgage the future to try to trade for Trey Lance to drop him in there for for Buffalo. Right. It, it didn't work for them, but the Chiefs. Yeah, worked. yeah, because because Trey Lance didn't pan out. Do that. They're trying they, to build out the went, lines and, and the defenses. San Francisco wasn't trying to do slow. They went for it too. And they also hit on players in the draft. You got to understand. They couldn't that. keep DeForest Buckner. They couldn't keep all their guys. Yeah, yeah, but they built slow. They built through the draft. They mm-hmm. built through the draft. Yeah, they did. Like, you know what? Clans wants to be the Toronto Raptors when they got Kawhi. Yeah, right, I, I, right, rather, right. I, I would rather be Golden State Warriors than I'm building for the long term. Y'all act, y'all act like the 49ers didn't go to the Super Bowl with our, with our black ball quarterbacks a few years ago. I mean, oh, I don't want. Hey, I don't want to talk about him because he's terrible. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, Kaepernick! Colin Kaepernick stinks. He did not stink when he led him to the Super Bowl. Man, whatever, man, he whatever. No, no, we ain't doing that. He stinks. Go to the Super Bowl and come within a blackout of beating Baltimore. Yeah, they did, but it wasn't because of him. D-Lad, how how is this resonating in Atlanta as far as? You know, going to try to get the quarterback, you know, through the draft and not getting someone mm-hmm. like a Lamar and it's even not. whoever you get in the draft, one, it's still going to take time for them to develop. But then mm-hmm. also it's no uh, guarantee that they'll be there's only so many Josh Allens, let alone take you back to the promised land in the postseason. Yeah, it's, it's not playing well, um, uh, Josina. I mean, I was at the car dealer today dropping off the Batmobile, and the guy was like, hey, the, the backup quarterback's better than the starter, you know. And then I got another fan calling and said, hey, I'm just going to go down to Miami for a couple years and, and go with the Dolphins until we, they get a quarterback <laughs> up here. So the Desmond Ritter train has left the station. And it's not too many people on it. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's just where the Falcons are uh, in this, uh, you know, the fact that they're not going for the splashy uh, move here and getting, um, you know, a former MVP. It's a it's a bad um, – it's playing badly on the streets. Did I, miss, did I miss something? Did I miss a whole three decades? The Falcons have never been good. Josina said back to the promise, Red. The Falcons have won as many as many Super Bowls as a dead man. Now, let's be honest here when we're talking about this is an organization that don't know long-term success. Like the long-term success that the Falcons have had, I have to say it, is Matt Ryan. Ryan right. Matt yeah, Ryan. They're trying okay. to move on from Matt Ryan Whatever. and they're messing up. Right, but I was talking about the promised land of just making the postseason. That's what I mean. And that's not and that's not the, the point the point at Listen. issue. Go ahead, Clarence. Cam Newton is better than Desmond Riddle, and so is Colin Kaepernick. Wow. Man. Yeah, you can say Cam. Yeah, I dab. I let Cam dab all over Atlanta. <laughs> but no, Kaepernick. Listen, let's be honest. On his way out, he wasn't good. So why would he be good five, six years later? He wasn't good then. He got benched. He got benched. He sacrificed nothing. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're stopping it, man. I'm tell you what you need to do, Clarence. You need to talk to Vernon uh, Davis and some of the rest of those 49ers yeah. if you really want the truth. But let me let me ask you this, D Led and, and mm-hmm. Clarence, you can jump in here too. I mean, obviously your 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 front office has been, you know, very similar for a long time in comparison to D Led. But do you feel like sometimes, and you don't have to necessarily point this at Terry, but we can talk about this globally. I ain't trying to get you into too much trouble, D Led down in Atlanta. But my, my point is, do you feel like sometimes front offices make decisions with their own longevity in mind as opposed to, you know, something else that might be more immediate? Because I I, I I guess interjecting my opinion in that before you answer that is I just don't see how you lose with other than economically up front, obviously with going and pursuing a Lamar, let alone just the optics of answering a reporter's question by saying, no, we are out of the sweepstakes as a sweepstakes, as opposed to just saying no comment, or we just explore all options. What is the PR benefit of saying we are definitely out. Why, why even do that? Let alone my, my initial question is, do you think that there is some vigilance over one's own career longevity? Uh, yeah, it goes back to last year when they said they were going to grow with Matt Ryan and then the owner made him get into the Deshaun Watson Derby. So this was their way of saying, no, we're not getting back. We're not going back down that road. We are. We have a consensus that we're going to build a team out. So no, 
uh, we're not going after Lamar. It costs too much. Bam, let's go. And um, I'm I'm kind of uh, that that makes my life a lot easier. Gives me some certainty on uh, you know how I gotta go about getting ready for the draft and the combine and so forth. Uh, that um, you know they're gonna go with this kid that they drafted in third round and try to continue to develop him. So um, uh, that helps Wait, me. Are you saying you're not expecting them to go after a quarterback <laughs> in first round? No, they're not. They don't like the quarterbacks in the first round. They um they say the first tier and the second tier are about the same, and if they want to yep. get one, they can get one right. later. They and didn't like they didn't like totally Justin right. Fields and, and uh, they didn't like Justin Fields um and Mac Jones in uh two years ago when they had the fourth pick. They could have had the they could have had Justin Fields last year. They passed on Kenny Pickett, and this year they're not uh, mm-hmm. enamored with um Bryce Young or uh, C.J. Stroud, or Will Lovis, or Anthony Richardson. So that's the top And four. none of those people are Lamar, D-Lab, but go ahead. And I'm right with them, especially when I got a Caleb Williams coming out next year. I got Drake from North that Carolina. Mean, that doesn't mean you're going to get them, Fred. No yes, it is. If I, have, if I have the two quarterbacks on their roster quarterbacking me, we, we will be in the top five. That's, that's no question. Like, I understand what Arthur is getting at. Listen, if you want to build for longevity, you have to understand you cannot force these pieces in there. I would perfectly, in a perfect world, I would longevity with Lamar, Fred. I would love to see Lamar there. That's what I'm telling you. It's the perfect place for him. But I can also see from the Atlanta Falcons' point of view, why would I leverage? Mm-hmm. everything I have on one player when he's proven he cannot win it by himself. Okay, one, one question is, I understand, the, the the, I, I hear you with the philosophy, I'm going to build like the 49ers, build like the Chiefs. What have they built? What is good in Atlanta right now? Do they have a defense they can build around? What, I, what, I, just, what, I just gave you, they got, they got, got, one, they, they got, they got a tight end. They got a running attack that was third in the league. You got a tight end and a big receiver. That's what yep. you got. The last thing I remember when Kyle Shan, you know, uh, what's the name? Uh, Dan Quinn and y'all was in the, uh, what's the name? That's that's what I remember. Right, right now, Kyle Pitts is better than any tight end that Dallas has on their roster. Kyle Pitts is better than, uh, actually, it ain't but four or five tight ends in the league better than Kyle Pitts. Drake London is a young talent that's coming up. Algier, the running back, showed you he can run. They just re-signed two of their offensive linemen. They can, they can't, they are not, the cupboard is not bare there. They have one of the best young uh, cornerbacks in Terrell on the corner over there. They got players on that team. What about defensively? That defense is hot garbage, though. I just gave <laughs> high garbage. Yeah, that's what they're trying to build out, Clarence. You're gonna see them draft a lot of people up front. You saw them get Jesse Bates, one of the top safeties in the game. Uh, they they got Michael Hughes trying to get him off of the Yeah, but they're not league. but they're not doing all of those additions in a vacuum. You're still competing against the top teams. And at the end of the day, the idea is to get into the postseason and be competitive against the teams that have all you know are lo- are loading up just like that too. And so if you have a generational talent like a Lamar, that puts you in that instantly makes you more uh it just it just makes you more impactful. I just I, I, I why are y'all forget, why are y'all forgetting the business side of this? Not only am I gonna give him I'm about to pay somebody doing? a quarter million. Okay. But I also got to give up two first, uh, first round picks uh, to just negotiate with it. Yeah, that's what it costs. Yes. No, it doesn't cost that unless I'm trading for somebody. Ain't gonna be the 2000 Ravens and winning with Trent. And, 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 and guess what? And that's why ain't nobody knocking down the door. The price is too steep. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I, I'm sure of, of there are negotiations that will have to happen. And by the way, I do think you know going back to the Ravens is is you know as should should be option number one. I, I think the Ravens do understand him. I think I know it's emotional right now. I feel it's sensitive right now. That's just from my conversations, you know, that I've had with various types of people. Um, and and one thing we haven't gotten at, at Clarence is, and no one we still haven't addressed this. You know, Mike, Mike Florio put out. Um, a report today that said that from his sources that he has heard that uh, Lamar wants to move on from Baltimore. Clarence, what do you, what do you think about that? I mean, I think he wants to move on as long as they don't pay him what he wants. If they come back to the table and pay the contract he wants, you know, obviously all this stuff can be uh, put back together. You know, negotiations are personal for players. It's business for teams. I remember when it was Zeke was in Cabo and Jerry was talking about Zeke who, and when Zeke got his money, everybody was hugging again. You know, it, 
certainly it looks bad right now because you know they're not meeting have a meeting of the minds on the yeah, money. Yeah, but Zeke didn't say that. Jerry I understand said what that. I'm saying is is that he would he will have a different feeling if they come back and give him what he wants. Right now they're not giving what he wants, so he's allowed to feel how he's going to feel his emotions. It's personal for players. And Fred knows the negotiations with player is personal. This is my contract. This is my money. It's how you treat but, me. With all but that's why we that's why we have agents as buffers. That's why we have agents who take the emotion out of it. That's yeah. the whole that's the whole object, and that's why I'm just I hate it for him that he didn't have just a buffer there to to you because we need these agents. I don't want to be in a room and somebody saying, you know what, Fred, you do this well, but you don't do this well, so we're gonna pay you this. No, I would rather put my my agent to relay that to me as a negotiator and somebody that's talking to me uh, strictly business, no emotions. And I think that's what we don't know this too, Clarence. Once you start going to counseling with your spouse, your relationship over with anyway. But you know, you're right there. You're right there. You ain't got much. You ain't got much room. Okay, quickly, quickly before, because uh, I want to, uh, D-Lad, I want to get your opinion on Cam Newton, and we can talk about that real quick. Uh, before we shift to that, Fred, I just got to get your, and, and, and be efficient about this, your uh, opinion, uh, if, if you can, your opinion about the fact that the commanders are not going after Lamar and, and, and the fact that there's been announcement today that uh, or yesterday that magic Johnson is, is, is joining Josh Harris's bid to be owner, the new owner of the commanders. And yeah. I was just talking to a source today who thinks that magic Johnson's uh, placement in that ownership team, you know, could be, or I guess they're hopeful that that could be influential in the commanders with regards to Lamar, but go ahead, Fred, really quickly. Yeah, uh, Right now I can promise you this. The only reason we're not trying to get Lamar is because we, going through an ownership change. If we wasn't going through an ownership change, we would probably be trying to get Lamar. If if, if Dan Snyder was still, you know, knowing he was going to own this team for a while, Dan would do Dan Snyder things. And Dan would have paid Lamar Jackson his money. And if we had an owner in line, let's just say it was Jeff Bezos, uh, either this new owner, they would want to come in with a splash and Lamar would be intent. perfect. And let, he would be perfect for that. Intent. Whoever the owner is, do your letter of intent. Letter of intent. Just no, they would have. They would actually have to put the money in X Grove. They would have to put the money in X Grove to make it happen. While they're still not ownership of the team. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Do you have anything real quick to say about Clarence and the Commanders? I, I feel like your franchises should go after. And this is not a diss on Jacoby Brissett. I love Jacoby. He's a great guy. I think he showed a lot of improvement to Cleveland. This is not, you know, anything on uh, Sam Howell, you know, who is a, a Tar Heel and whether I think he can get better. But this is talking about what I know now. And I know now that Lamar is an instant elite addition. Go ahead. Anybody else got anything to say about that? We ain't got no owner. Those are, those are just guys. They're Jags. I mean, Jacoby Brissett, you know, Sam, they're Jags. They're just, just a guy, okay? They're more uh, than just a guy. They obviously can uh, run NFL just, office. Just, There's only a few people a in the world. Guy, can do. They're just a guy. However, Lamar Listen, is a unanimous they, they, MVP. You got Eric Benham in there. I, I, I want him to get a chance. Uh, you need, He needs a quarterback. And, and with his new ownership, the thing that I, I, I mean, you know, when Fred can talk about it, you got new ownership, generally they're going to want their own people. And so, you know, the I think the the head coach is, is a is a lame duck, and I don't know if Eric Ben is gonna get a chance to show his stuff in one year uh, with this offense with no quarterback. This All ain't right. no one year deal. He was told things that's more than just one year. It's a future here for Airbnb. I mean, like I told you like 10 weeks ago, Clarence, when I told you he was coming and you told me he wasn't. So all I'm saying is this. The only reason we're not in the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes is because of an ownership right. change. Eventually this you is. will have a new owner. And when that happens, I think that that should be the case. And, and I think that they should be expressing that behind the scenes. And they're gonna want not people. because I think I'm trying to take them away from no, Baltimore. So Ravens fans will come after me. I'm just saying I think that there should be more teams Teams, expressing their interest in somebody who was the second only unanimous MVP in the National Football League. Let's transition quickly. D-Led, you were at Auburn's workout. Cam Newton, Cam Newton, killer Cam, was yeah. at the workout. How did he look? Uh, he looked like he had, his, he had his fastball back. You know, near the end, his shoulder was clearly a problem. Uh, he got the ball out 60 yards a couple times. Uh, Looked like the uh, physical part of his game was still there. Um, he wasn't throwing to the best receivers. His little brother, Kalen, former Howard Bison quarterback, and uh, Shedrick Jackson, Bo Jackson's nephew, 
were his main receivers today. It was a nice slow-paced workout for an old guy, but he certainly got a pro arm still. Um, and like like he said, uh, he's better than these thirty-two randoms uh, still in the league. So um, you said you you uh, said his arm his shoulder was messed up at the end of the workout. No, his shoulder was messed up for the last two years. Yeah, last two years. Yeah, the end of his career, it was messed up, Clarence. Uh, yes. Didn't play last year, um, you know, and then uh, his last stint in Carolina and with the Patriots, he couldn't throw to the – he couldn't throw the 20-yard out. Yeah. The, uh, across the hash. And, and he couldn't throw across his body. Could not throw across his body. Across across his body. His body. Yeah. He made all the throws today. Yeah, he made all the throws today. Yeah, sure did. And uh, you although know. I know, I noticed you was putting some videos on your timeline, D-Led, and and some of the outlets that were picking up your videos were choosing to to focus on the one where you show that Cam was a little bit high. Yeah, as yeah. To some of the I, I did I did notice that. Would you? What do you? What mm-hmm. do you think about that? Yeah, he was high on a couple passes, but that's Cam. <laughs> that's why they kept trying to draft six foot seven receivers for him. When he, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they got Kelvin Benjamin. You know, they got yeah. uh, my man Funches. Uh, you know, yeah. that was, it was like, okay, Cam gonna be a little high. We better get some big receivers. So I'm, I'm gonna tell you exactly where I think Cam should be. Y'all ready for this? Okay. All right. I I feel like Cam should be. With the New York Jets, that's where I think. And let me tell you why. Ah, don't, don't be, don't be, don't be dramatic. I think he should be. Listen up, listen up, gangrene. I think he should be with the New York Jets because all of this effort that they're putting into Aaron Rodgers, great. Hopefully that deal gets consummated. Obviously, if it doesn't, their first call should be down to Baltimore for a Lamar. But when it comes to the backup situation, I respect uh, Robert Salah. Um, I'm on this. Okay, I respect I respect I respect Robert Sala's desire to always say if you as long as you're in a Jets jersey, we're going to focus on you, we're going to develop you, all this other things. However, I go back to the Thursday night football game that the Jets had uh, Fred Smoot against the Jaguars. And sometimes I feel like Players are not going to become who they potentially can become until they leave, which is what happened with Gino. What is that noise? Which is what happened with Gino Smith. Okay. Which is, which is what happened. Which is what happened with Gino Smith. I th- I'm not saying that I don't think Zach can get better. I'm not saying I don't think he can perform. What I am saying is very clearly this. When he when he faces adversity, I think that it's a potential that those mental ghosts will come back to where he gets frozen like he looked in that Thursday game. And mm-hmm. this uh, this era of coaches in front office with the Jets, they, they cannot mm-hmm. afford that again. The New mm-hmm. York media will jump on the Jets saying, you knew this about Zach. You should have done something better. Jameis Winston was out there. All these other backups were out there. They didn't go after them. They are dried up and gone. <laughs> They should be calling Cam. Fred, no, Friday. no, they should. Um, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go ahead and leave. I bumped yes. up against another engagement. Yes, yes. I hey, everybody Atlanta. give applause to D Led. We appreciate thank you, thank you. you. We'll finish up this conversation. Thank you, D Led. All righty, thank right. you, Joe Cena. Joe Cena. The answer is is is, is simple. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton should be paired up with wherever Richardson. Lands, all right. The draft pick from Florida, wherever Richardson lands, Cam Newton should be his backup for the next three. No, Cam should actually start the first beginning of this season, but should be his backup for the next three years. That's his way to stay in this league another three to four years. Is mentor that kid who is a clone of Cam Newton. So wherever he goes, I don't care where he goes. I don't care if he goes to Carolina. Wherever he goes, Cam Newton should be right there behind Anthony Richardson, and the coaching staff should make sure that happens. Well, one question I got is, is, does Cam Newton have a mindset to be a backup, to, to be you know out of the limelight? And will the media let that happen? Will they allow him to do that? You know, I, I think they will allow him to be a teacher. I, I think they allow him to be Udonis Haslam. I think they allow him to be Haslam. Well, Udonis Haslam was never a star, though. Cam is a star. I understand, he's but but he's been he's teaching for the last six years, making money. Well, I, I understand that, but what I'm saying is, it's a different mindset when you've been a, a bitch guy. It's easy to stay in that role as a bitch guy when you've been a yeah. guy that's been in front of the camera, in front of the line. Like you know, we're gonna bring bring the microphone to you, and you're gonna be have give honest answers. 
that may not always play well. It may not always be PC answers. And Fred, what about the fact that he just don't want to, he ain't doing this workout with Auburn to be a mentor. He want to, you know, come play. And if something happens to Aaron Rodgers, you need a, a viable option that is mentally tough, has been to the Super Bowl, yeah, they they handle the pressures of New York. Hey, no, no, no. The game, the, the, game, the games, as a coaching staff, the games are too different for me to want Cam to be his backup. First of all, nobody wants Tim Tebow to be your backup. Nobody likes to Celebrity backups, first of all. That's the only reason. And that's why I said I would only put him to Anthony with Anthony Richardson because he knows from the start he will start as this kid develops, and that's your job. And I think Cam is there. He did it in New England, where when he wasn't starting, he was fine. When he came back to Carolina the second time, he wasn't always in the lineup. He was fine. I like give people a chance to show you that they they, they can relish being a backup. I think he could. Okay, can you answer the, the the primary point? How do you feel about Zach Wilson being the backup? I think Aaron that's Rodgers? perfect. I, 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 first of all, I can't cut him. He's a first round draft pick. I'm gonna still give him chance to brew. I and if I want him, if I want him to get better, who can he can get better learning from Aaron Rodgers before he can get better learning from Cam Newton? I'm not saying I'm not talking about his development. I'm not talking about whether he can get better. I'm talking about if Aaron Rodgers goes down with all of his talent on the the Jets. Zach Wilson is your guy. Okay, and you, and, and, if, and if he doesn't work out, if he doesn't work out, Clarence, how do you think that impacts uh, Robert and Joe Douglas? None. I mean, I, I mean, first of all, let's be honest. Most teams across the league, when they start a goes out, their season is over. Thank you. That that that's just the. Because what you're paying quarterbacks on a few situations where you can win with a backup quarterback, I know it like sounds good and what, what they like did in, in San Francisco, but realistically, mm -hmm. that, that, that's not the norm for most situations, most quarterback situations. Right, so, but that doesn't also mean that you have to relent. If you have options out there, like a Jameis or what have you. No, I, I can't put no more money. They're going to be paying Aaron Rodgers $50 million, $40 million, $30 million. Yeah, they can't afford to sign nobody. Uh -huh, no, they can't. What'd you say, Clarence? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with, I, I just don't, I don't see Cam, and I, I don't see the vision of Cam behind Aaron Rodgers. Number one, I just don't think him and Aaron Rodgers' ego, that, that's not going to work in the locker room. Anymore. No. That, that's, wait, you, wait you, you don't think at this point in no. Cam's career, wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. You, you all don't think at this point in Cam's career where he has, you know, just taking his time to develop his Funky Friday and, you know, spending time with the kids and no. accepted moving on from, you know, the Patriots and that not working out. You don't think that he can sit there and, but do you think his mentality and doing his workout with Auburn is to come in and be a starter? I don't think it's about Cam. I think it's also about Aaron and his mentality. Aaron yeah. ain't a nice guy. He's to work with, okay? Terrible. Oh, no, no. I'm not, so. He's not a, I'm just talking about those two together. I'm not putting it all on Cam. I just yeah. don't think those two together in the same quarterback room. That We're not talking about Cam from 2015. I think Cam No, can be Cam Newton is still Cam Newton, and him and Aaron Rodgers could not share a locker room. Like, it's going to divide it. You got some of these – every young dude in that locker room that grew up watching both of these guys. You're going to have Team Cam versus Team Aaron in there. Everybody would know that Aaron Rodgers is the guy. And Cam and his pink hats on. Everybody would know that Aaron Rodgers – no, stop it. I know y'all trying to be funny, but really, everybody would know that Aaron Rodgers is the guy. We understand that. I'm okay. saying that beyond who's the guy, there's yeah. still dynamics okay. in the locker room, in that quarterback room. I just don't think it worked with Cam and Aaron Rodgers. You don't, you don't think it's going to work with them? Okay, so where, sh where should Cam go? But other than just telling me he should go where R Richardson goes, where should he go? He, he has to be a backup right now. He has no, to be no, a I'm backup in his league. I'm saying what team? Uh I say he could be a backup and, and teacher before he could be a backup to another all pro like himself. He could be a backup to uh to Anthony Richardson before he can be a backup to Aaron Rodgers. So that's how it has to go. You look at Tampa Bay, they, they got courses the quarterback. There are a lot of teams with courses the quarterback who if, if if guys like that falter, you would want to you, you could rely on a guy like Cam Newton. They just signed Baker Mayfield, Atlanta, another number right. one pick. They're not going to bring another one in there. That was another guy the Jets could go after. It was a one-year, $4 million deal. I mean, again, I just let, – let, let, let's, let, let's just make sure that y'all remember today is March 21st that when we get it in December of this year and we had this conversation and, 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 and something 
God forbid, happens to Aaron Rodgers. Remember what I said, and please make sure you give me. First of all, you acting like the Jets was meant to win the Super Bowl anyway. Like they're not. Guarantee the Jets gonna win nothing. Yeah, the Jets don't win nothing. Like, listen, if Aaron Rodgers come there and he the same old Aaron Rodgers that he proved to be last year in the offseason, and he don't work with these young guys and get on the same page with these young guys, it's gonna be a Travis Sham mockery like it was last year. So at the end of the day, just because he's talented. Don't bring you no Super Bowl. I, 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 I'm trying to figure out where we, where we got to the point where the Jets are a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I want to know too. Oh, wow. okay. So they were six and three when they went into the bye, and things and things changed after Brees Hall got hurt. They still do have the rookie of the year. They still, uh, they still uh, offensive rookie of the year. They still have the defensive rookie of the year. They, yeah. They're gonna bring back Brees Hall. And, and they the third, and they the third best team in their division. They the third best team in their division. Until you've done it, until you've done it, you ain't done it. I mean, all this. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and they the third best team in their own division. They're not better than the Bills. Yeah. Are they? And they, they, they're yeah. not better than the Dolphins. Just like you you said you're from Atlanta. Remember what Atlanta experienced after Dan Quinn fired uh, the defensive coordinator, the special teams coordinator, and the offensive coordinator? Hold on. I think that the Bills are, and Sean McDermott will realize, and Dan Quinn will say this, how much Leslie Frazier was taken off of his plate when it comes to preparation. Him trying to now head coach and defensive coordinator, I think it will. That'll be fine. Okay. Oh, just remember. He, he, he had nothing to do. He's a defensive, he's a defensive coach with an offensive coordinator and a coach that handles that side of the ball. He wanted to replace Leslie Frazier because he had nothing to do. Just like the Clancy's Cowboys are trying to load up, you know, uh with the with the corners and, and with the with the wide receivers trying to handle Philadelphia. Is the same way the Dolphins are trying to with Jalen Ramsey and whatever. Why? Because they're trying to handle what they know the Jets about to do. So First of all, the, the, the Dolphins are not checking for the Jets. The Jets are checking for the Dolphins. It's the other way around. And, 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 and the Cowboys are not making moves to handle Philadelphia. They've handled Philadelphia. I mean, oh, they have. They have. I must have watched the wrong game this year because I didn't Look at the record. I mean, look at the records. Hey, it ain't but okay. one NFC team beat the Jets. I mean, beat the Eagles. That was us. When they had Gardner Minshew, they didn't have Jalen Hurts. Prescott beat the Eagles. When they had Gardner Minshew at the end of the season? Yeah. And they even beat the Cowboys when they had a backup quarterback in there, too. Same thing. Last time I didn't write it down when I wanted to give Fred Smoot credit, you know, for talking well, about Lamar's time with the commanders cry. because Lamar does have his affinity for Eric Benemy. But I will not forget <laughs> 321 around the solstice and the change of the seasons in, in the spring when y'all wasn't hearing me about the New York Jets. So, okay. <laughs> well, well you, you can't you can't bring in a – we know this. You can't bring in a superstar back up. You just cannot. You can't. Okay. Well, listen, obviously uh, we're, we, we're going to end it here. I think this was a very necessary conversation to have about Lamar. I'm really glad for Daryl uh, Ledbetter to come on and give us some perspective about how the fans and people are reacting to, you know, the organization not coming on about uh, <coughs> Lamar and what have you. Glad to hear about what's happening with Cam Newton. You heard where I feel like he should be. I appreciate that, Clarence. You're talking about your additions of Stephon Gilmore and Brandon Cooks, who, by the way, I did talk to Stephon Gilmore an hour ago. He does want to come on with Brandon Cooks. So We'll try to, you know, get that that together. But one I did thing, not know one, that the two of them were as close as they were. Yeah, Apparently, they're best one, friends. Yeah. One thing, Dak Prescott is eight and three against the Eagles in his career. So, I mean, what? hey, hey, I'm a Mississippi State Bulldog. Dak is my brother. Now, this is what I had to say about Dak. It's time for him to take the next step. All right. It's just time for him to win in the playoffs. That's the only thing that's going to get people out for my bulldog brother and back right now. And that's to win some playoff games for the Cowboys. Anything else, don't nobody care about. They don't care about him beating up on the NFC East when we were blind. He has to win playoff games now. And he needs to be your bulldog brother because he's the only time your bulldog been relevant when he was there. Hey, 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 hey. Stop all that hate. Hey, let me tell you something. If you if, if we put plans, if we put a all Mississippi State team together, I'm sorry, most teams will have a problem beating us. My D line consists of Chris Jones, Simmons, Jeffrey Simmons, uh, uh, uh Fletcher Cox, Montez Sweat. Don't let me keep going. Big play slay. We got guys all over the place. Since since you brought that up and y'all want to have your little random points at the end, I, I, I did forget to just say, um, CJ Gardner Johnson has been very emotional on Twitter. Um, 
deleting a lot of tweets. Uh, yeah. You know, didn't end up with the Eagles. And um, don't push me. It's a while since I've seen a player be this emotional on, on Twitter in a while. Go ahead, Fred. Well, he did lead the league in interceptions last year. He was waiting on that payday, but we have to understand something. Mm -hmm. Running backs and safeties mm -hmm. are not shown the love like other positions, and that's what I think he got a taste of. You seen mm -hmm. them pay big play Slay after they said they're going to release him, and then evidently they weren't willing to give uh, Gardner $8 million a year. That shows you the difference in the positions. Well, he clearly misread the market, and, and certainly they offered him a deal, and, and he didn't take it, and they moved on. And, and they, if they were to sign, he'd have signed the deal they offered him. They might not have money left for Slay. Yep. Well, somebody uh, source told me because, and I and I, I haven't seen the exact tweet, but I know there was something alluded to uh, saying that you know they didn't take the deal that was offered from Philadelphia because it was backloaded and something, all that other stuff. Uh, Clarence, you probably can shed a little bit more clarity on that. But somebody was telling me from Philadelphia that you know that assertion was not true, and obviously wouldn't even make sense for it to be backloaded that much because then it would only be like three or four million up front, you know, which doesn't make sense. I'm just saying, you know, both sides are saying, Clarence, did you want to add to that? We'll, and then we'll sign. No, yeah, I saw the same thing, and his, his agent, his representative, say that the, that the deal that the Eagles uh, offered was a sham deal that was backloaded. You know, obviously, you know, there, there's, everybody got their size and perspective on there, but clearly, it, it, what, what Fred Smooth said was right. The safety market has been depressed. You know, mm -hmm. you know Jason Bates thought he was going to get, he, he did okay in, in, in uh, mm -hmm. Atlanta, but he didn't get the money he thought he was going to get. You know, he'd been waiting to come out and be a free agent, and you look at all the safeties. They've taken less money tight. The markets didn't depress. This has not been a great free agent class. Great free yeah. agent. You got to realize Joe Empoia from Buffalo, been a pro bowl the last four years, did not get the bread that he thought. Tight yeah. ends, running backs, and safeties, market has been suppressed. Corners, left tackles, guards, they're paying, they're getting out of money right now. Yeah, well, the owners meeting is coming up in Arizona at the end of the week. Um, I'm sure there'll be some people talking about the plethora of one-year deals. I just was talking to OBJ earlier today, you know, just about how um, there's just a lot of players taking a lot less money than they thought and the reason for that and um, and and the fact that the I feel like the labor deals are too long with the CBA that the players are agreeing to and the fact that they're allowing the funding rules shouldn't have been after every four years. It should have been a minimum after two. But again, you know, players, you got to hold the line. You got to be willing to miss games and lose money to make things better. Nah, they're too young. It's in football. In football is not a right. Football is a gift. You, you don't. Nobody has the right to play this game. And yeah, as long as these guys are playing this game in their twenties, they will not think like forty-year-olds. They just won't. And OBJ gonna take less money too. Yeah. OBJ gonna take less money too than he wanted. Yeah, he is. He is. Well, we'll, we'll see how we'll see how it all plays out. But listen, I appreciate you. We do have to wrap up the show at some point. Like y'all coming in, I hope the two of y'all don't get together not one time because you know Clarence likes to be out late, Fred. So you two. Uh, no, I'm, com I'm coming to Dallas. To I'm coming to Dallas as a peace offering to hang with Clarence before the season starts. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. Are oh, you gonna go down? Yeah, I'm, go, I'm going to I'm going to the D, baby. Okay, all right. Yeah, I ain't gonna tell all his business. All right, we're out for Clarence Hill, Fred Smooth. I'm Josie Anderson. Peace.